Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, literally the world's greatest football team. Villa passed the acid test and caused more sobbing on the time with an incredible 3-0 win over Newcastle. We'll talk about that in a second. Plus, Frankie dishes up another of his throat-tickling spicy questions. But first things first, Frankie, how are you? Well, George, I'm not in a great state because if I'm honest, after Aston Villa's incredible 3-0 victory, I did an instant reaction that went on YouTube. Yeah. You know, hey, look, hey, got got, got nice reactions. And then I... uh, I might have gone for a few drinks with my girlfriend. And okay. we both decided that we we're going to go to a Spanish bar to celebrate Professor Unai Emery. Of course. Uh, and uh, I've had a few sangrias. And I'm now on the, having a, still on the beers. So, uh, so, George, if I sound a little less legible than I did earlier, forgive me. Forgive hey, it's, me. Not, it's not me you should be apologising to, Frankie. It's the <laughs> Villa No Filler uh, faithful. The faithful, the fan the faithful, base. The followers. Yeah. But I apologise for that. But hey, <laughs> look, it's it, George. That if ever there's a day to go celebrate with a few uh, sangrias, a couple of madries, yeah, for sure, madries, a, a little bit of Newcastle brown ale. Today, <laughs> today was the day when it, George. I'll start by asking you, to be honest. Okay, let's hear it. What did you make of that? Ah, oh, just phenomenal, phenomenal. Best performance of the season. Best result of the season. Um, God, probably best best performance and best result for for quite a while. We we were just talking before we started recording, didn't we, about what what performance we compare it to? Really, um, you know, under under Emery, we've had some fantastic results. You know, the three one win at home against United, two mm. nil uh, away at Spurs, uh, the victory against Brighton, um, the Chelsea game. You've got incredible results really against some top top teams but that one I think because well a couple of reasons really you know Newcastle are flying you know aside aside from us and the two teams leading the way in the Premier League at the moment they you know they they are the team in form they they picked up a great result against Man United who were also challenging for the Champions League uh, Mm -hmm. last week they barely concede they've got a uh, a top top striker in um, Isaac and, 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 and Wilson as well you can do do some damage. Um, so I did go into this game thinking, um, you know, we, we, it's going to be a real contest. I mean, I know we're in fantastic form, but our, our home record, by comparison to our away record, is is not as good. It's a it was a twelve thirty kickoff, which in in sort of my experience tends to be a bit flatter, a, lack, a bit flatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the atmosphere isn't normally there, but but not today. I mean, no, I mean today was not that day, George. The book was rewritten on that, wasn't it? I mean, just from the from the word go, when Watkins raced through to to hit the post, yeah, that just set the tone, didn't it? Really, and it got the fans going, um, and it just sparked everybody into life. And um, I, I was a bit worried when that didn't go in. I thought oh, I was going to be one of those kind of. Which is a classic. It's of course. It's what we think as Villa fans, though, because that's our experience. That's our bitter experience, isn't it? It is our experience, but. But it, but yeah, it wasn't. I mean, we just kept off foot on the on the gas, really. Mm. And um, you know, we hit the we hit the woodwork again. Um, you know that 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 very very narrow VAR offside decision for Watkins, who could have mm. scored four goals today. Unbelievable. Um, you know, for him to 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 score two goals again in front of the uh, the England manager. Um, just just everything about today was superb, and. Um, we talked before about people not talking about us. 
they'll mm-hmm. be talking about us now. Oh yeah. They'll they'll be talking about us um, you know, really breaking into you know, those top six, seven places now. And I know Emery will probably say, you know, we, 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 it's going to be a real fight and it is going to be a fight. But if you look at the teams that we're playing over the next few weeks now, that they are the teams around us. Mm. And as I said last week, if we if we beat those teams, then we stay where we are or we improve. Mm-hmm. So um, it's such an exciting time to be a Villa fan. And I haven't said that for about 15 years. <laughs> um so it's 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 brilliant and and yeah today's performance was was fantastic. Who who kind of stood out for you, Frankie? And if we talk about kind of like the little details, who, which players were the ones that honestly, George? George, if I have to give ratings out of ten for every single player today, every single one of them gets a ten out of ten. Ollie Watkins somehow gets eleven out of ten. Ollie Watkins was absolutely unbelievable to a point where I was thinking. This guy seems to be doing almost what in 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 the Newcastle game was doing kind of what Grealish did for Villa. He was mm. the, the opposition flat out could not deal with him. Sven Botman has been hyped up as one of these super defenders who everybody needs to spend 100 million quid on because he's going to come in and sort you out and whatever. Today he found out that Ollie Watkins is one of the top strikers not just in the Premier League, but the world. And do you know why? Because absolutely every single thing he did, hold at play, winning headers, link up play, finishing, movement, everything was there. And we've been saying for a long time, the Danny Ying signing did not work for Watkins. It sent a weird message to him. It was a weird message sent from the club. He lost a bit, well, he lost form. And then suddenly, since he was told, you're the main man, since Professor Unai made him, you know, bloody, uh, you know, leader of the gang, like Danny Zuko in Greece, the T-Birds. <laughs> Villa of the T-Birds, he's Danny Zuko. And, you know, uh, it, he was absolutely astonishing. From the first moment of the game, Jacob Ramsey, who was completely up for it from the first second of the game as well, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought he set the tone as well, totally from the start. Just looked yeah. up for it in tight positions to keep the ball, use a bit of skill. Just showing that level of confidence you wanted to show all the time. And that's how he's going to get in the England team eventually. And anyway, he passed the ball through to Watkins. Watkins bullies Botman, hits the post. And, you th- and then, do you, know, do you know something I noticed after that? The ball deflected out. And the uh, I think it may might have been Dan Byrne had the ball right after it. He had a bit of time, a bit of space. Buendia closed him down and you know smacked him one, won the won the tackle. So it wasn't just the through ball from Ramsey. It wasn't just the run from Watkins that hit the post. It was also Buendia coming in and saying, "Listen, dickhead, I'm having that ball." You know, it was it, it was just it, from the, from the first minute it set the tone that Villa ain't here to play, they ain't here to be nice, and you know we've been saying for years that Villa have been far too polite at home. It's been far too comfortable for opposition teams to come and just get nice games and nice results, and it's all polite and whatever. That minute at the start said to Newcastle, who have this year been a, a bit of a bully of a team, he said to them, "This ain't going to be a fun day out, lads." And you sort of think, all right, can Villa keep that up after the first 15 minutes? You know, the energy levels will drop, whatever. But from the first second to the very, very last, they did. It was mm. just an astonishing performance. It, like, I, I can't wax lyrical about it enough, really. I mean, to you, to you, George, outside of Ollie Watkins, was there anybody else who really stuck out? 
I think yeah, I mean, every, everybody, but Alex Moreno. Moreno was 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 brilliant. I mean, he ha- he has shown his class in 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 the past few games now, really. But but he was causing absolute havoc down their left flank. You know, just just get just so so attacking, um, creative, mm-hmm. uh, battling. You know, fighting for every ball, intelligent. Um, just, just you know, in in terms of uh, supplying uh, Watkins and, and Ramsey with the with the balls to to make a difference. You know, he was always there on that side of the pitch, doing the damage. Um, just, just brilliant. And what a signing he is. Um, and I suspect that Emery will pillage La Liga again in the summer. I mean, we talked we talked about Nico Williams as, as a possible um, addition to the squad, but but you know, if if that's the level of player that we can mm-hmm. get for not that much money really in, in all, all things considered um then then that is a that is a very fertile ground to uh to um 13 to million quid yeah i know just just astonishing really um brilliant brilliant performance from him mcginn again yeah. uh i, I thought fantastic the fact that dendonka obviously came in I, I just on that point actually dendonka um very tidy game from him today considering yeah. You know he he hasn't been in the side for for a long time, um, and what I like is is Emery, unlike the previous manager whose name I won't mention, um, just being a bit of magic, just he, a bit of magic. He didn't he doesn't ostracize players. No, he has a squad, and he utilizes players. We've seen that from Bertie yeah. Traore the last couple of games. Yeah, we saw that from Dendonka today. Someone who has come into the the the, the team, the squad, and has been part of a winning team. Um, which will do wonders for his confidence, and it and it it, it just enhances that spirit of unity within the camp. Because mm-hmm. what you don't want, as as some teams have, have had, and we've certainly had in the past, is you know you, an us and them environment where some some members of the teams are, are in a bomb squad and and, and yeah. you know this that and the other. It that, ain't the way, man. It ain't the way. It's, it's not the way. It and and Emery, and Emery knows it doesn't work, and and he and he's doing his bit to encourage everybody to say, listen, you're all part of this project. You're all coming on this ride with me. Uh, you're all valuable, and um, yeah, and they're all they're all working their socks off for for him and the club. And it's that's that's just it's just incredible to see. But with Denonka coming in, the point I was going to make, it allowed him again to be uh, operational much further at the pitch, which, as we said before, is a is a much more effective place for him to to operate. Uh, and 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 again, he was he was just all over the place. He was as you know as energetic as he always is, like a dog after a tennis ball. Um, so, so a great performance from him. Top work ethic. Tyro Mings, Esri Concert. I mean, we didn't concede today, considering considering that the firepower Newcastle but, have. They barely laid a glove on those defenders. It was just it that you know, it's just mean, brilliant. I honestly think this podcast could go on for about fifteen hours. I genuinely, I genuinely think that it could be as long as the Lord of the Rings trilogy, <laughs> waxing lyrical about how fantastic absolutely everybody was today. Hmm. You know. Gareth Southgate was there today, and they're going to say to him, "What did you think of the game?" And I go, "I thought Kieran Trippier was all right. Yeah, I thought <laughs> Jacob J- J- was it Jacob Murphy the right." Every single Villa player there today, he might as well just pick Ashley Young, Esri Concer, Tyrone Mings, Ollie Watkins, Jacob Ramsey, all of those English lads. Just might as well just get called up, bring them because they were that good today. 
Gen- now, Ollie Watkins obviously has to be called up for England because since the World Cup, the only person who scored as many goals as him is Erling Bloody Haaland, mm. who, by the way, is currently sitting in a darkened room staring into the distance with Jack Grealish thinking, well, we're not going to win the Premier League next season because Hurricane Villa's <laughs> coming. I jest slightly. But, like, you know, um, Marcus Rashford, who we've been raving about, who's been fantastic, Ollie Watkins has one more goal than him since the World Cup. Ollie Watkins has more goals than Harry Kane since the World Cup. The first goal, Ollie Watkins jumping up and heading that down for Jacob Ramsey, the wherewithal to do that with this incredibly yeah, awkward jump was, just, yeah. was unbelievable. I can't believe the level Watkins is at right now. And then he was unlucky not to score twice. Pope saving it. Unlucky not to get the goal. That a fantastic through ball by Moreno, who you mentioned, by the way. Unlucky to be slightly offside. Then he goes and scores two great goals. And you th- uh, one of them, Moreno, again, assist. And you're thinking, like, you know, you're sort of thinking, if Villa had that disallowed goal against Newcastle before, or mm-hmm. at any time we've ever known them in our lives, you'd be thinking, mm-hmm. well, here we go. That means Newcastle are going to go and score. They've just brought on Callum Wilson. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. But instead, Villa just, it, it doesn't affect them. It doesn't bother them. All these things that seem to you just sort of think traditionally will will get to Villa. It just doesn't seem to be happening at the moment. It just seems you know, like you, know just... you know what you know what's even more remarkable about all this is <laughs> we have a very light squad. Yes, and for this and for this, and for this game for this game we 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 we've been hit by injuries. Kamara yeah. was out. Yeah. Bailey was out. Cash, Cash. was out. Um, uh, uh, Coutinho has been out for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like those, are, those are four, you know, first team squad players. Yeah. And 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 if you talk about Kamara, you know, we were saying almost indispensable players that um that were out today. Yeah. And and all the players that have come in have done an absolutely cracking job. I mean, Cash is going to have a have a real issue trying to oust uh, Ashley Young from right back again when he's but, when he's. but at the same time, Cash has been brilliant recently. Ca- this, Every Cash player been, who's Cash played. Has- Cash has been fantastic. Yeah, you're right. Every every player that's come in when they've been asked to come in has done an incredible job. Um, yeah. So it's it's just you know it's it is crazy to think that 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 you know we're doing so well and and, and hopefully those, those players will be will be raring to go for the run in because imagine you know if Emery has those at his disposal he he you know he has that flexibility to change things up as much as he wants to try and get the results that we need. So well, it just it, makes it even more astonishing to say so really. Here's some magic, you know, today, you know, Dendonka comes in, in centre midfield, and you're thinking, wow, Dendonka's not played for a while, really. He comes in and he does the job because he's motivated, because he's been given an opportunity by a manager who actually makes him believe in himself, rather than being a bit like, oh, you got to prove yourself to me today. You know, it's more like, no, you can do this, you're a great player. It's the difference in tone. Amazing, isn't it? And, like, Dendonka comes in, and Newcastle probably turned up today thinking, how can we bother Villa? Well, we're physically probably quite a bit stronger than them in centre midfield. We'll put Joelinton and Bruno Guimaraes in, in centre mid. It was very Brazilian, wasn't it? Joelinton, Guimaraes, and then Douglas Luiz, who again, also 10 out of 10. Fantastic. Link-up play, incredible. Mm-hmm. And But Dendonka there, as that physical presence in centre midfield, meant that Newcastle couldn't assert themselves. They couldn't. And then John McGinn outright on Dan Byrne, another piece of tactical genius from Professor Unai, because 
John McGinn, what, five foot nine, five foot eight, six foot, I don't know what he is, but he's he ain't the tallest guy in the world. But he bloody loves hassling, doesn't he? He loves it. And Dan Burnett, six foot five at left back. You know, you've got a six foot five English bloke, and you've got Robert the bloody Bruce in right, in right midfield, absolutely loving it, thinking that oh, this is my dream challenge. And he just gave Dan Burn a nightmare all yeah, game strong. long. And the third goal came about from McGinn, again, turning around with his beautiful booty, you know, bouncing them off with his, you know, bumping them off and all that. And then he runs runs forward into space, ball across, and it eventually finds it, you know, I think it was Buendir he passed it to. Buendir across to him. And I tell you, again, I mean, the two Emmys. I mean, Lionel Messi has an altar at his house built to Emmy Martinez, thanking him for existing because it means he finally won Copper America in the World Cup. I tell you what, after today's performance, he's probably building an altar to Emmy Buendia as well. I tell you what, because... I mean, Martinez pulled off some brilliant saves. Yeah. And Emmy Buendia, again, physically, he was tackling everywhere. He was trying to make things happen, trying to make force the pass. Okay, it didn't always work, but that's just the nature of his game. But when it did work, hello, Newcastle are all over the place. And yeah. he's, and again, he's winning tackles. He's uh, f- further forward up the pitch. I just, I just thought, George, I want to, I want to write music about this. <laughs> I want to reform your old band and write. We can write a song about <laughs> it. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's. Uh... I was going to say I struggle to find the words, but obviously we've been talking for about 20 minutes about this. So obviously that that's just a lie, but um, <laughs> it, it is difficult to formulate exactly how much uh, today's, how impressive today's performance was and how hopeful we all are um, going forward. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those ones where you kind of, you don't want the season to end really. You, you just, right. you just want to just play all the way through August and, uh, and when play straight to next season. To be honest. But, um, what? And, you and go in. Remember this, Newcastle had the best, have the best defence in the league. Before, before today, they'd conceded 21 goals. They lost three times, twice to Liverpool, once to Man City. So nobody, nobody's been able to really deal with them particularly well, really. Mm. Except Liverpool, I guess. And Villa just went and made... Now, I don't know whether we exposed them as a team that maybe have been a little bit... gotten a bit lucky maybe this season. Maybe aren't all that. Because we made them look so lethargic. I thought we made them look a bit clueless. Or maybe they just had a bad day at the office, couldn't cope with what Villa were doing, just didn't react and just write it down as like one of them days and just move on. But it'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see how Newcastle react to this because it is well, the first got, time. Spurs next. Exactly. And that's, you know, I, I know Spurs obviously lost today. They're, they're really struggling, but on paper, at least they're a decent size. Um, exactly. So yeah, it will be interesting. Yeah. 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 But you know, you'd have looked at it today and said, all right, Alex Isaac, well, he scares me. And he had a couple of big chances that Emmy Martinez, God himself saved. But then, Secondly, like the one time Bruno Gomares, who is their best player, managed to get free, the only time in the game that he managed to find any space that I can remember was in the second half when Villa were 2 0 up. Got a bit of space and he passed it outright to Trippier, who himself struggled to impose himself. He, him, he found a bit mm-hmm. of space, got it into Almiron, who'd come on as a substitute. And you're thinking, when Almiron got that ball, you thought, here we go, it's going to be 2 1, because it was 2 0 at the time. The way Tyrone Mings threw himself in front of that ball 
Ty the God of Thunder. I said it before. I've said it the last few weeks, and I'll say it again. Is Tyra Mings currently the best defender in the Premier League? I, I, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say he's in that conversation. He's, he looks unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think I think I think it's safe to say. I mean that I think it's safe to say he's probably playing his best football for Villa um, ever. Well, possibly ever. Certainly for a very long time. Um, yeah, he just he just looks he just looks kind of unbeatable, really. And just doesn't um, make mistakes. It's, it's, no, and I, everyone talks about his mistakes, but well, he, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, he hasn't made. I said this before. He hasn't he hasn't made one of those sort of Tyrone Mings kind of high profile gaffes in a, yeah. in a very very long time. He he looks very dependable. I mean, he 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 gives off kind of he does give off kind of Van Dyke vibes at the moment. Yeah, um, that's yes, very kind yes. of similar style of play. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, just 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 brilliant. Ever since he signed his contract, he's just been he's just reached this new kind of level. But you mm. can say that. Of most players in the squad, really, that that since Emery's taken over, they've 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 reached a new level. Every single um, player, and you know, Emery after the game against um, who did we last play? Um, Forest, Forest, yes. Emery was a bit critical of the the performance. I think I think he was right to be. Um, We didn't we didn't impose ourselves yes particularly well on on that game, particularly against a team who were who've been really struggling, particularly away from home. Um, and he said, you know, we can definitely, he, he was like, I, I expect us to go up a level against Newcastle. I expect more from my players. He's always expecting more from his players and he got it, you know, he got it. Um, and, uh, and, you know, he, 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 he's, he's, he's just brilliant. The, the way, the way he conducts himself, the way he always talks about the fans, the supporters mm. in the stadium first, that's mm. the first thing he always says. He talks, always talks about the fans. He's cultivating a togetherness yes um which which is really important if you want the team to go anywhere i mean there's no point having a having a team on the pitch that you can't associate yourself with as a fan yeah you you, you want to feel a closeness with the players you want to yeah. have that you want the players to have this personality this likability it tracks you to them and, yeah. and and they and they obviously feed off that they feed off the warmth from the crowd and and that's what we've got at the moment. It's a, it's this synergy between the, the 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 people turning up at Villa Park, the away fans that travel with them. We're all together, uh, yeah. and 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 with that spirit, we're winning these games. And mm. and it's just it's just it's fantastic. I haven't I haven't felt I haven't sort of felt like this. I haven't noticed that sort of atmosphere in such a long time. Yeah. Um. And it's just, it's just brilliant. It's it, amazing. George, I'll be honest with you. Is this like I know this is overstating it, right? Because we are allowed to enjoy this incredible run of form because it has been a very, you know, look, we had the championship season where we won 10 in a row. It was an incredible season. We got to experience, you know, the club captain being a Villa fan, the manager being a Villa fan. But ultimately, it was in the championship, which is where Villa never should have been, ever. But for woeful management, which we just, I mean, screw it, off with them. But, you know, this is now in the Premier League. It's the it's the it's the it's the top level, really. You know, and you look at it and you think, is this is this the best you have ever seen Villa in the Premier League? I mean, I've started I've supported them since ninety two ninety three, and I remember the season. So I do remember my first season was when they came second in the Premier League, 
I remember Villa being like a team that just always won that year until they didn't right at the end, which still makes me cry. But, you know, since then, like, can you remember anything like this? Well, with the, yeah, I mean, the only the only comparable phase in Villa's history that I can remember of, of being like this was was during the O'Neill days when, yeah, you just you just go into a lot of games thinking, are we going to win this? We'll yeah, win this. yeah, right, we'll win this. Uh, you know that 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 sense of sort of yeah that sense of confidence that Villa fans are very unused to having. Yeah, you know there was a spell under Neil when when we were fourth. For the huge, for huge swathes of the season, really up until March, I think that horrible game against Stoke where we were two 0 up, and anyway, anyway, that that's game. Yeah. Um. Up to that point, it was yeah we we were just cruising our way through that season. Hmm. Um. And and that was the last time I probably felt like that. Um. Until 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 now, but but I would say our style of play now is better than it was oh completely completely um, in so in, in, in terms in terms of in terms of how we're creating our chances the types of goals we're scoring i mean under, under o'neill he would play that kind of 4-4-2 little and large up top yeah and and kind of play on the counter with kind of ashley young and gabby's pace it was, it was and, and, and carew winning head do you know what I mean? yeah it was kind of like like yeah. it was it was kind of basic it was really quite basic stuff but it was well drilled and yeah. we had confidence and and we had good players um because we were bankrolled well at that time before Lerner sort of pulled that away. So, um, yeah, so that was the last time. But that is obviously going back, as we said earlier, 15 years. You know, I was, I was, uh, yeah, 18, 17, 18, and I'm yeah. 34 now. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, that, that's how long ago it was. Um, yeah. And um, so it, it, we're, due, we're due this. We're due oh, it. Totally due it. Totally. I mean, my God, like... We... How has how has this club been just so underachieving for so long? It's mad. Like it's uh, what a feeling to just, we and we we should make the most of it totally. Like there'll be a bunch of people watching this or listening to it, going like, ah, oh, you know, oh, just getting carried away. Well, yeah, look, it could all end tomorrow. Whatever. Like we could suddenly lose form and suddenly we're garbage and everybody's like, oh, Emery doesn't know what to. But you, you look at it and you just think, no, I actually think Emery knows what the hell he's doing. I just feel like we have a coach who just clearly has a very set plan in his head and every single decision he has made has been the right one. It's just it's just amazing to see. And yeah, there will be tougher times ahead and we'll probably go through a spell next season at some point where we're all a bit like, oh, it's not quite happening now, is it? But you just sort of think, you know, like, like when we lost three games in a row in February or whenever it was, that Emery will just work out a way to come back from that. Like there will be a certain resilience in the team. And that's what he's building right now. He's building a level of resilience. Um, and it's it's just a, just an amazing feeling, really. And, you know, something else to say, but, you know, I remember I went to the Crystal Palace game a couple of weeks ago and Chelsea game as well recently. And at both occasions, just on the old eye test, I don't have very good eyesight, George, but on the old eye test, what I saw was that Villa down the left-hand side, something was developing down there. It always felt Tyra Mings would push forward and, oh, there's Alex Moreno, pass the ball to him. Moreno sees Douglas Louise and then there'd be a little triangle or Jacob Ramsey would come deep or Ollie Watkins would come deep and there'd be triangles. Then Moreno just pushes and pushes and pushes and then eventually your left back's up at the bloody byline and he's pulling balls back and there's Jacob Ramsey waiting or there's Ollie Watkins waiting and it feels like no team yet 
has really worked out how to deal with Villa's roaming left back. And he hasn't mm. worked out, they haven't worked out how to deal with that left hand side of Villa's pitch. And to be honest, you know, when I watched it, it was like it was like a plant that was sort of it was there, it was people were watering it, it was growing, it was getting a bit bigger. And then today against Newcastle, it was Jack and the Bloody Beanstalk. It just popped out. It was like it grew to its full potential, and you saw like, wow, this is what they can do. So, George, God Almighty, I just want to write poetry, George. I want to write music. I haven't been this happy in so long with Villa, like honestly. Like I've had a few sangrias. I know, I know, I'm sounding a bit over the top and all that, but come on, man, we we can we deserve this. And I tell you what, also, yeah. This week, I was getting a few messages from Newcastle. I got a, look. I did a I did a, a rivalries episode with the with with Freddie from the uh, New the London Mags, the Newcastle fan group down here. Fantastic guy, lovely group of people at the London Mags and the Newcastle fan base. Look, I, 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 I have big respect for them and all that. They are they are a very fun fan base. Um, but I did I, there were a few funny comments saying that Newcastle are living in oh sorry Villa are living in Newcastle's shadow. We're just a small club and, and all this. And well, or George, Villa clambered out of that shadow. They clambered out of the shadow into the light. They looked up into the sky. They grabbed Cameron Archer's bow and arrow. They saw a flock of magpies, pulled that arrow, and the magpies came crashing down to earth with a thud. Didn't they, George? All Villa, no filler on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. George and I could be about to descend into a huge row that the UN itself would struggle to contain in this, the spicy question. And today, George, I ask you, this is an insane question to be asking, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but look, Bournemouth just beat Spurs 3-2. Can Villa make the top four? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Okay. Well, okay. Let's 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 look at the situation as as it is let's now. The table. So the so so we've got Arsenal. We've got City. Obviously, they're not being dislodged. They're miles ahead of everybody else. That's yeah. the top two. There you are. Yeah. But then we are chiseling away at the gap to third um, at a rate of knots. Now, looking at the table, we're on fifty points. We've played thirty-one games. Newcastle are on 56 points, so six points ahead of us. On 30 games, so they also have a game in hand. Yeah. United have two games in hand on 56 points. So it's... And we've got... How many games we've got left? We have got one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven? Seven games? I think seven games left. Seven games, is it? Seven yeah. games. Seven. Yeah, yeah. So... It's possible. It certainly is possible. Well, George, let, let me just read you a couple of Newcastle's fixtures. Next, they've got Tottenham Hotspur, like in the Paul Gascoigne derby. Yeah. yeah. Then, then on a Thursday night, they have Everton away. Okay. Well, Everton, yeah, I mean, Everton have not been up, up to much, but, but, but yeah. I, I mean, Everton are, are, are jabronis this season, but they, you know, a Thursday night, big atmosphere. Yeah. You know, Team yeah, need them know. to win. But they need they they yeah. They, I mean they they they've got to be reliant on their home form, haven't they Everton. So and a, and a couple more. They got Arsenal at home. 
Leeds away fighting for their lives. Leicester at home. Sedin could mm. do us a favour. And then Chelsea away at the last day of the season. I mean, Ch- no, hang on. Look, Chelsea are going to finish like 10th. And yeah. that game is going to be pure give up. That is going to be a... Newcastle will win that game. But other than yeah. that, there's a couple of fixtures there where you're thinking, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, what I would say, if you look at our fixtures, okay, the ones that scream at me at the moment are United, United. Spurs, and Brighton on the final day. Mm-hmm. Um, because, <laughs> as I say, if, if, you, if you look behind us, Brighton are a point behind us, and they have two games in hand too. Yeah, and they obviously they beat Chelsea away today, so great result for them. Yeah. Um, so they're in the mix very much so. But it is going to be a very interesting end to the season. I I worry we might have left this ridiculous run too late, perhaps for for top four. Um, what's much more likely, obviously, is a is a spot in the Europa League, which would be a phenomenal achievements given where yeah. we were obviously yeah so top four is probably a stretch looking at how things are i can't believe we're I mean, saying top four i know i, I know it, it, is, <laughs> it is it is ridiculous but what what gives me what gives me a bit of hope is so united man united obviously they're fourth at the moment rashford is out martinez who arguably has been the best centre half this season. Um, you know, outside of Minks. Minks. Outside of Minks. Outside of Minks. But Martinez has had a brilliant season for United. He's 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 worked wonders there. Yeah. He's out for the season. They're still fighting out in a few competitions. I think they've um, still got um uh yeah, FA Sevilla. Cup and Europa League. Yeah. They're still contesting, they're still fighting for that. So, you know, they're they're fighting on a few fronts. And their form oh. has been patchy. You know, they 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 let two goals slip against Sevilla at home. Um, they obviously lost to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, they drew uh, with Southampton. Is that right? Uh, thumped by Liverpool in recent weeks. So you know that they, they their form isn't fantastic. Yeah. So it's possible frankie it is possible unlikely George. very unlikely George, but it, would you George. would you would you have thought we would be in this position 2 months George. ago a month ago no. our away form has been unbelievable yeah we're beating everyone away everyone i just i just yeah. refer back to that tottenham game tottenham were just not at the races and were vulnerable and i think united are exactly the same i think they're quite vulnerable I, well what 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 i would say the next two games We've got Brentford away, and Brentford's form recently has been very, very patchy. But they they have been a bit of a bogey side for us, uh, both in the Premier League and the Championship. What did that. we do so, this season, though, George? What did we do? I know, I know, I know. We did, we did. And that was very impressive. But that was potentially down to kind of like the new manager bounce that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not the new manager bounce, but Gerard going. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Fulham at home. And Fulham again, you know, without Mitrovic, they have a different side. I know they won today, but you know, you'd like to we'll think beat. at home. I just think we'll beat them. You know, we should, you know Tuesday we'll night, you think we beat them, and then we come to, well, basically the, the the last five games of the season are crucial. You know, United away, Wolves away, Tottenham at home, Liverpool away, and then 
Brighton at home, the tough. final game. There's, t- look, there's tough fixtures in there. Aren't there? But yeah. as I said, they're all the teams around us. You know, mm. I count Liverpool in that too. So that's yeah. four teams we're playing out of the final uh, seven games who are, you know, hovering around where we are in the, in the, in the league. And ultimately, if we beat them, we'll either stay where we are or, or move further up the table. Mm. Um, I just, so you, you just don't know. You just you do not know. You I, do not know. I, I didn't think we'd beat Newcastle today, if I'm honest. I, I thought it might just be a, a step too far given their form and their defensive structure. Yeah. But to see the way Villa played today has given me a, an unbelievable sense of belief that, like, my goodness, we can take on anyone. And I'm looking at the Premier League table now, and it's got like the five most recent results. Villa are just five green ticks. Yeah, five yeah. wins. Like, I mean, what? it just feels like we can beat anybody at the moment, which is just an amazing feeling to have in in this running at the end of the season. Now, Spurs is an interesting one because obviously we've got Spurs at home, who we don't tend to do very well against at home. We don't, oh God, how many times do we say that about teams? Oh, we don't do well against these guys, and then. We, under Professor Unai, we seem to actually just end this hoodoo. So Tottenham at home, you're looking at them, you're thinking, I reckon we can do it. I think we could. So if we beat Tottenham and we level on points, I mean, it's, I, 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 I mean, look, I think top four is, I think it is too far away from us if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, but if Newcastle don't react well to this battering they've just received, and go and mm. lose again now, you know, to Tottenham or to Arsenal or whoever, I don't know, mate. Yeah, I, I, obviously we have to rely on other teams continuing to perform really inconsistently. Yeah, um, but. That's what the other teams are doing. I mean, we we are the only, aside from Man City and Arsenal, and up to today Newcastle, I guess. Mm. We we have we have for, for about two months now. We have been the only consistently consistent team who have been winning games. Yeah, as in not losing. We've only drawn one game in seven now. Is it the yeah, West Ham game? Yeah. So yeah, what, what we've won seven and eight. We won seven and eight. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that was only was eleven and twelve. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if we continue that form and the other teams aren't and they can't match us, you know, there's there's still there's still so many points to play for, you know. So, if we can yeah, have... <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's mad to be even. It's mad to be having the discussion. Yeah, of it, course it is. Of course, it, it didn't is. cross them. All I've been saying since Professor Uno took over is if we can get top half. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's an incredible achievement. And already, I mean, we look like dead certs for that now, to be honest. Yeah. It kind of it kind of feels like the pressure's off, regardless. Yeah. Because it's like we, we've already achieved what we wanted to achieve, essentially. Yeah. I mean, regarding, you know, if we, unless we have some huge downturn in form, which doesn't look likely at all, then then we're going to finish top 10. And ultimately, that was what our target was. Even when Gerard was in charge, we thought minimum top 10. Yeah. So to be in this position now where there's still a lot of games left and the potential is still there to say just challenging for Europe is astonishing, but to be challenging for a top four spot like is is just 
obscene. But today, today, today felt like such a marker. Yeah, it felt it felt it like we were basically saying to 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 everybody else that we have to play now, good luck, good luck playing us. <laughs> Because you're going to need it. <laughs> well, like Bill like... Goldberg in wrestling, <laughs> yeah. who's next? Exactly. Yeah, if it, yeah, it feels that way. If, if it, it feels like, it feels like the Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, good, like, bring it on. Out walks poor little Southampton. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds, Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it just it was just a crazy thing to say about Villa, but. That's what, that's where we are at the moment. You know, we we can. We, it feels like we can, as you said, Frankie. We can beat anyone. Just put anyone in front of us, and we'll give them a game. We've had we've had the biggest glow up of all time. Yeah, I know it's astonishing. When, isn't when it? was the last time anybody had a glow up like this? I mean, it's crazy. It's 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 just crazy. It's like it's, it's like crazy. when it's like when some partner leaves you, and you decide, you know what? I'm actually going to make an effort now. And you get down the gym and you start working out and you start wearing the clothes. Like Shakira's really annoyed at Gerard Piquet right now, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Like, like Gerard Piquet, what an idiot. Like he's got all his life sorted and he's married to bloody Shakira and he decides, do you know what? I'm going to go and cheat on her, apparently, allegedly. And so um, Shakira's like, hey, I ain't having that. And she goes and bloody like, she's now everywhere. She's loving life. She's looking the part. <laughs> she's making songs about him. And you're like, Shakira, Shakira's back. And that's what it's like with Villa. We are Shakira. But... Vilkira, Vilkira, or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it just is. Oh. George, mate. Oh, if it's a good, it's a good time. It's a good time. It, it's. A, I want to write poetry about. I keep saying it. I want to write. I want to write the complete works of Shakespeare about this. <laughs> okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, George Zielinski. Frankie, I will see you later. See you later, George. I'm heading on a big night out up the villa. <laughs> <laughs> the villa and it is goodbye from me too we will be back again very soon but until then come on super aston villa